Hi, I'm Tom Coffin, CEO and President and Co-Founder of Simply Reliable Incorporated. Welcome to the Smartpreneur Podcast. What's a smartpreneur, you might ask? Well, a smartpreneur, in our opinion, is someone that focuses on working on their business, not just in their business. And our Smartpreneur Podcasts are designed to bring you some relevant information each week about your business and different parts of that business. It could be marketing, it could be workflow, it could be labor, uh, it could be business operations, many things that we'll talk about each week on the podcast. You can also check out our Smartpreneur blog at simplyreliable.com. And of course, our Smartpreneur podcast is brought to you by Simply Reliable, makers of Smart Office and Design Machine, the complete end-to-end -end solution for business process for systems integrators. So thanks for joining us today, and I hope you enjoy the show. This week on the Smartpreneur Podcast, our guest is Chris Smith. Chris is the co-founder and CEO of The Co-Team. Please welcome Chris Smith. Hi, Chris. Good to see you. Hey, Tom. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, of course, man. We love having you on the Smartpreneur podcast. Uh, Smartpreneurs, uh, you may remember uh, Chris. Uh, Chris is writing some blogs on our Smartpreneur blog series, and we've asked him to join us on the Smartpreneur podcast uh, to dig a little bit deeper into some of the subjects. So this week's uh, uh, podcast is really about uh, abundance versus scarcity. And there's a uh, there's a blog with the same title, Abundance versus Scarcity, uh, that you can read as well. Chris, man, I, I I really loved this concept of abundance versus scarcity that you talk about. No, oh, thanks. Would you uh, would you take us through uh, you know your aha moment? You know, realizing and understanding that universal uh, uh, life truth, uh, and you know, and and, uh, and how it's helped you change. And, and uh, you know, how that should be applied to our smartpreneurs out there. I wish I could take credit for the idea, but it's not mine. And I actually don't even know where the root of the idea comes from. What I can tell you is where I remember hearing about it for the first time. Sure. I was sitting at coffee, having a networking coffee with somebody that I was introduced to. And it, it was a really bad meeting. I mean, I was really bummed out. Um, I felt like a giant waste of time. And this woman was just blathering on about I don't even know what. And at one point she drops this idea of abundance versus scarcity and kind of the rest of the world just went dark. And I remember thinking through my head, this idea, and I went, I, I think she might be a genius. <laughs> and so as I processed the idea further and further, it, I started seeing it everywhere. I looked, I started seeing it in my friends. I started seeing it in my coworkers. I saw it in my competitive colleagues, friendly and otherwise. And it dawned on me just how much I appreciated the people that had the abundant mindset versus the scarcity mindset. And I saw the success both in myself and others who took the abundant side. And I saw the limiting factor for those that took the scarcity side. And it just, everywhere I turned, it became that kind of exercise. And so I found it to be really, really transformative for me. That's terrific. How do you, uh, how do you view this through the lens of, of, of personal and professional, you know, there, there's always kind of a separation there between those two. You do one thing personally and you're maybe uh, 
deal with your professional life a little bit differently. So uh, maybe clue us in on, on how uh, that thinking might uh, be different or maybe maybe the same. I'm not sure. Share with us. I, I can't say that I do it well or better than others. What I can say is how I do it. And I actually don't separate my professional and my personal. I see them as one and the same. Um, I'm truly passionate about what I do and helping others, but I really like the lifestyle that I lead at a professional and personal level. And so I try and use the same skills and tool sets across both. You know, I think you might see different manifestations of abundance versus scarcity within a personal versus professional setting, but the same theme is archetypal and exists in both. You know, I think in terms of business, the most common thing to think about in abundance versus scarcity would be the idea about sharing with competitors and talking with competitors. I actually set out and completely changed that and went, I'm going to go talk to all of my competitors and I'm going to share as much as I can with all of my competitors because my success is not determined based on their failure or vice versa. Um, and then in a personal setting, it's much the same way how can I help others around me and how can I share in the hopes that also they will share and help me in whatever ways they can, but it's not an expectation. It's just a, an ethos to live by on your side. And I mm -hmm. think the net result of what you find is so much better on both personal and professional when you do that. This may just go a little bit deeper uh, in, into uh, part of what you said at the end there, but uh, I remember watching an interview with Steve Jobs uh, when he came back to uh, to run Apple again, and one of the one of the things that that really kind of freaked the audience out a little bit, and I'm sure some employees at Apple, was when he shared his aha moment, and said, "You know, I, I realized that for Apple to succeed, Microsoft does not have to fail. For Microsoft to fail, you know, or to succeed, you know, has nothing to do with that. You know, Apple failing or succeeding, we can both succeed. That's that's really cool." How, how do you see that playing out with, um, uh, you know, with manufacturers in the industry, for instance? You know, sometimes the, uh, you know, the the integrator across one street versus the other, you know, might pit pitch uh, uh, pit control four against Crestron or versus uh, against Savant or against Elan or RTI or URC, you know, et cetera, right? Uh, and then, you know, uh, in a more more personalized level, uh, how do you, how do you view that? With, with competition, you talked a little bit about competition, but again, kind of uh, the fruitfulness of integrator A versus their competitor. You know, how does that, how does someone get to that uh, mindset and, and really, you know, how do you see them dealing with that? What's, what's your uh, advice? I'll, I'll start with a story. So I've lived in New York for six years, but I was traveling there for 10 years prior to that. When you travel to New York, you take taxi cabs everywhere. And mm -hmm. I'm sitting in a taxi cab and we are careening through traffic at breakneck speed. And I am terrified, but I'm also <laughs> fascinated because the guy driving the car is very, very focused on what he's doing. And he's like in a zone. Yeah. And, and so I started a conversation with him and I say, how do you navigate all this chaos? How do you, how do you get through all of it every day? And he goes, well, do you see the mirrors on the side of the car? And nod. Yeah. Do you see the mirror hanging from the, the ceiling? He goes, yeah. He goes, I don't look at any of that. <laughs> I just look straight out the front window because that's where I'm going. Yeah. This idea about who your competitors are, I think it's good to know who they uh -huh. are. I think it's good to know what they're up to. In fact, don't be blind to it. But what they're up to is none of your business. What are you doing? And if you want to be a market leader, you can't be responsive to everyone else's actions. 
That can't be how you're going to get ahead. You have to do things better and faster than the other guys do them. That's pretty simple, right? And if all you're doing is trying to compare yourself against everyone else, you're never going to be able to do that. So there's the first part. Number two, you asked this question about, you know, different competitive brands against each other. You can't be everything to everybody as an integration firm. You just cannot. And so how do we choose what we want to be good at? And if you try to be good at three things, you will not be good at any of those three things. So go be great at one thing and don't do the other two. It's really easy. And I don't much care which one you pick, but go all in, be a hell yes. And so if you try and do all in for all three, you can't. And that's true for television manufacturers, control systems. You couldn't try and run your business on three different softwares either. Right? Right. You have to pick Absolutely. one. Right. You got to go for it. And so yeah. to me, I think this idea about choosing your focus and choosing your direction and being unapologetic about your direction. Know who you are and know who you serve and go for that. Everything else doesn't matter. Well, that's terrific. Well, again, uh, Chris, you've been an abundance of information. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. I appreciate it. Unintended. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure our smartpreneurs really enjoyed that. Uh, again, folks, uh, you can catch this podcast and, and many other podcasts on the Smartpreneur uh, podcast series uh, at simplyreliable.com or our YouTube channel or any place uh, that you listen or watch uh, podcasts out there. Uh, Chris, uh, again, thank you so much. If, uh, if one of our smartpreneurs wanted to, uh, contact you and, and pick your brain or, or see if you can help their business in some way, how would they reach out to you? Sure. You can find us at thecoteam.com. That's T H E C O T E A M.com. That's awesome. Well, uh, may your life be full of abundance and, uh, and, and don't let scarcity into your life. Uh, Smartpreneurs. I appreciate it. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time on the Smartpreneur podcast. Have a great day.